is up, Pretty in the Paint Family? What's up, y'all? Pretty in the Paint Family, what is up? Your girl has been missing in action. <laughs> but I'm here now. We can we can all agree that sometimes you got to sit down somewhere and let your mind wander, let your body enjoy life, let your just let your soul have life experiences, and then you come back and you just, you know, vibe out with the people that you love and that love you back, right? So what's up, Pretty in the Paint family? I have missed y'all. And of course, my episodes come with, you know, thoughts and my episode comes with, you know, an invitation for you to think also. So I think I'm going to call this episode, Move, Bitch, Get Out of the Way. I remember that song by Ludacris, Move, Bitch, Get Out the Way, Get Out the Way, Get Out the Way. So look, I want to start by saying, I want to just really inform y'all real quick. I'm from Florida. So the way that I speak, this is my natural dialect. Like when I put on my proper voice, I can do that too. And that's all well and good, but the the purpose of this particular podcast is it's a space of freedom, right? And it's a space of authenticity. So if I go in and out of different dialects, like y'all understand, like it's a part of the culture. We are melanated people. I don't know who all listens to this and where they're from and stuff like that, but I'm going to give y'all a very real, raw, and uncut version of me. So however I speak at the moment is what y'all going to get, and I hope you love it. If you don't like it, that's cool too. This is not for that. This is just for you to get some information based on my thought process, okay? So like I said, um, first of all, too, grab you something to drink. Grab your little, you know, if you drink alcohol. I am drinking water right now. Like, I'm heavy on the water right now. But, we you know, whatever you feel like you need to do to feel right and be in the right vibration in this space, do that. <laughs> all right. So, like I said, we're going to call this episode Move, Bitch, Get Out of the Way. Now, in your mind, I know you're probably thinking like, ooh, Move, Bitch, Get Out of the Way. Yeah, because I'm trying to go forward. Yes, yes, we are telling bitches to move because we're moving forward. But I'm also telling people to move out the way because one thing that I was thinking about tonight while I was showering is that, like, all my best thoughts come to me in the shower, by the way. But while I was showering, I was like, you know, so often we try to hold on to situations for whatever reason. And I, I also have come to understand that like a lot of the things that we deal with in adulthood are because of our unresolved childhood trauma. Like I'm just going to keep it up with y'all. That is where a lot of our root causes of a lot of our issues that we have as adults stem from. It is from our childhood trauma. I don't care what nobody says because a lot of times the world forces us to grow up too fast and like we haven't even dealt with a lot of the things that we were going through in childhood. So we basically continue to perpetuate a cycle of that as we become adults. Like even in like some of our romantic relationships, we could be still dealing with different issues with our parents and it can translate into our romantic relationship. It translates into our friendships. And one thing about me, especially where I'm at in life right now, if I notice something about an individual, let's say somebody want to get to know me or whatever, what up? Oh, how you doing? You know, hey, how you doing? You cute? And they want to get to know me, right? Once I get like, it don't take a bunch of red flags for me no more. Like, I feel like I'm just looking at like how somebody says something or how somebody does something, how somebody moves. I watch people's patterns and stuff like that, and I automatically just did that shit. Like, I'm just, just call me the exterminator because I'm not going to do this shit with you. It seems as if, sir, 
that you still have things inside of you that you need to resolve and you are incapable of having adult conversations and moving in the way that an adult man does. So I need you to go back and visit your childhood trauma and fix that before you come to me. That's just kind of how I operate right now. And it's not even from a place of disrespect, but like another thing I was thinking about today, and I'm going to get back to the move bitch part in a minute. Another thing I was thinking about today though, when I was at the gym, I'm like, you know, I think that a lot of women, and I don't know how many women have worked through their trauma. Like I can't speak for the collective when it comes to that. I know about me, myself and I, right? And so I'm gonna put this on myself. I realize how much work it takes to be healthy. And I realized how much work it takes to actually have a healthy thought process, a healthy way to communicate, healthy lifestyle, how you eat, what you watch on TV, what you listen to as far as music. So I realized it takes a lot of work to be in that space. And I feel like because generationally we have been used to women carrying the weight of men having emotional trauma in relationships and like, Honestly, I feel like a lot of people, you know, like I said, I'm going to speak for myself. I know how much work that takes. So far be it for me to get a partner who is not in a space where they have decided to grow on their own. And for me to try to like lead them and like break down all their problems and then tell them what they got going on and then say, well, maybe it came from this. Like if, if that person isn't even looking at none of the shit that they do, like how the hell am I supposed to tell you? Like it's like going to the doctor, right? You go to the doctor, you say, well, doc, I'm in pain. They're like, what's, what's hurting? I don't know. Okay, well, is it your arm? I don't know. Do you know what level of pain that you're experiencing? I don't know. It's impossible for somebody to help you if you have not helped yourself. It's impossible for someone to give you some type of directive if you have no clue where the pain is stemming from. And so I feel like for me personally, I understand because I do understand the level of work that it takes to work through trauma and the level of work it takes to work through, let's say, Maslow's hierarchy of needs or whatever. I understand where that all comes from and what the work looks like to get to that space. It's difficult to lead somebody into that space if they're not even acknowledging the fact that there's something wrong. Okay. Now, back to what I was saying about the move, bitch, get out of the way part. Sometimes in life, even though we have our things that we've dealt with with our parents and stuff like that, and typically it does translate into our romantic relationships, sometimes it is very important for you to get out the way of somebody else's shit, what they built for themselves as far as their karma and things that they have designed for their life. It is very important for you to get out the way of that shit. Let them deal with their shit. I don't care how much you love them. You've got to love yourself more than you love them. At some point in time, you have to. I'm sorry. Like, people, I don't understand this self-love narrative that self-love is selfish and stuff like that. Like, even the Bible said, like, God help babies and fools. Like, okay, you damn sure ain't no baby. You feel what I'm saying? And so, sometimes it's very important for us to, like, really, even though some of us, like, look at ourselves like, you know, because God is a father and I'm a reflection of my father that makes me a God and or God is whatever. You have to still let people deal with they shit. Let people deal with the life that they created for their own self. Stop trying to, like, I feel like this. If Jesus paid it all, you don't have to be a martyr. I'm going to say that again. If Jesus paid it all, for my people who believe in Christianity, I definitely believe in the principle of Christianity. I believe in Jesus as an individual. Like, it's so much stuff. I'm not even going to go that deep right now. But if Jesus paid it all, you do not have to carry somebody else's cross. Let them figure that out. 
Because a lot of times people be feeling like they be in love with somebody, but they really be trying to fix that person, but the person don't want to fix their self. Like, I, I really want everybody to, and I said this at, like, one of my very, very first episodes, and I think I deleted it, but, like, no one's coming to save you as far as who you are as a person. If you are messed up on the inside, you need to do a renovation. You need to do a, sometimes you need to do a whole demolition of who you are as a person and say, why am I like this? What pain am I still harboring? Why do I feel like the world owes me something? Why do I feel like I can come into people's life and wreak havoc in their life and then feel like they being disloyal to me when I know I'm the person that's coming into their life and I'm all kinds of fucked up? Like, I even had to look at myself in that way. When I was married to my husband, it was certain things that I was dealing with that was more so trauma, more so than relationship issues. It was not the relationship. It was not the man. He had his own shit that he was dealing with. Now, don't get me wrong. He had some shit, okay? But even in whatever, whatever, I understand that it was not him. It was still me. When we look at the root cause of a lot of relationships ending, it's not typically the other person. It's still, you got to look at yourself like, damn, where did I go wrong? What did I do? And, and and nobody can sit up here and say, well, I was just so perfect in every relationship that I was in. Da, 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 da. No, 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 no. There's no such thing as a perfect person. So it's all about like how you respond to things, how you um, present things to your partner, how you um, make your partner feel appreciated, how you make them feel seen and valued and understood. Because, like, one thing I can say is, like, if you're dealing with someone, that person is doing the work, right? It's like, you know what? Not fake hold up. Not faking like they're doing the work. Not being like, oh, okay, this is what they want to hear, so let me just say that. No, no, no. When you can actually see that person is changing, growing, and evolving, you like, you can work with that. I can work with that. If my child is failing math, but they're going to tutoring, and I see them going to tutoring, they're paying attention, I see they're doing their homework, I see that I'm calling the school, I'm working with the teacher, like, and I'm saying we're doing everything that we can to resolve this issue, then there really shouldn't be an issue because we're working towards fixing the problem. But when you're not working towards fixing the problem and you're being like, oh, yeah, I did my homework, but your homework in your book bag and you ain't even touched the homework. You don't even know what chapter y'all on. You ain't even take your book bag to school. Like how <laughs> sway, how sway, baby, we're not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why I was saying the part about like not being a martyr for people, because eventually somebody got to do the work and it's not you as an individual to work on somebody else. Like it's a full time job to work on yourself. It's a full-time job to get past your trauma. It's a full-time job to go to the gym. It's a full-time job to get money. It's a full-time job to have loving, kind, reciprocal relationships with people. That's a full-time job when you really care. It's a full-time job to make sure that your house is clean. It's a full-time job to make sure you got something to eat when you go to work. It's a full-time job to pick out an outfit. It's a full-time job to try to figure out where do I want to take my future as far as with the gifts and talents and everything that God has given me. Where do I take this where I'm still being in alignment with what my morals, values, and ethical beliefs are? Like, that's a full-time job if that stuff matters. Because some people like, I just want the money. No contemplation of their soul and their afterlife and the people that are watching them as they're growing up. Like, we have little people watching us all the time. Now, don't get me wrong. Auntie Donna (laughs) might say a cuss word. I don't know. I might say a cuss word. I'm... 
at this point, I'm not even going to sugarcoat my life. I might say a cuss word, but at the end of the day, I understand, like, the importance of teaching children to respect themselves. Like, I think that we put all this stuff on kids. You need to respect adults. Half these fucking adults don't respect themselves. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, children are so wise, and then, like, we go through their life, and we take away their wisdom. We go through their life, we take away their innocence. We go through their life, we take away their intelligence. Like, we just formulate children to be just like everybody else. And it's like, no, what do you think, child? And then let's have a intelligent conversation of why you think in the way that you're thinking and help me understand your little logic. We don't, you know, and, and whenever I do have children, when God blesses me to have children, we're going to have real conversations when they're intelligent enough to articulate themselves. So they have a thought process and they think for themselves and they have their own mind. So back to the original point at hand, get out of the way of people. Like sometimes I don't think we even understand that when we be trying to save people from their own, their own shit that they created in their life, we block ourselves from so much shit. You blocking yourself because you worrying about the next person missing their blessing. You trying to be a blessing to them so bad that they overlooking you and still trying to look past you to get to the blessing when they don't realize that the karma, you blocking all that karma. And then you can't figure out like, damn, why all this crazy shit keep happening to me? Because you're standing in the way of somebody else's karma and they're trying to go around you to get to the blessing. When you're blocking everything that they're actually supposed to be getting. And that doesn't mean that they're a terrible person. All this stuff is generational because the reality is when you're doing all that work, when you're going in, you're figuring out why am I like this? Why do I snap? Why do I uh, have a hard time doing this? Why do I have a hard time doing that? Why is this difficult for me? Why is this easy for me? Why is it whatever? When we're going through all these things and we're taking inventory of who we are and what our bloodline looks like, people have to do the work of the bloodline, like even the people that you're trying to protect. You're not protecting them by shielding them from the shit that they have to do to figure out how to keep their generations from being cursed going forward. Because guess what? However this lifetime thing goes, if they don't accomplish the mission in this lifetime, they're going to have to do it again through their children or through their whatever, however that goes. But the bloodline and the and the stuff and the none of this never stops it's a never ending cycle of breaking god's curses i mean breaking the curses off of your family and getting god's blessings i didn't mean to say that breaking the i want to make sure i say that very clearly breaking the curses off of your family and off your bloodline and getting god's blessings because yeah your blessings will trickle in here and there just a god to let you know like hey i'm still here with you hey um don't give up blah, blah, blah. but if you're choosing the bullshit over the blessing you're gonna get the bullshit every time there's literally nothing you can do when you choose it's like people who choose to like people like oh you well you don't choose to be on drugs you do you do you choose to be addicted to sex. You choose to be promiscuous. You choose to get up and go to the gym at 5 a.m. You choose everything's a choice. My mom used to tell me that. Everything in life is a choice. And when once we start to realize, like, dang, you know, I chose the person that I had a child with, whether you like them or not, you chose them. Your actions chose them. I chose the job I work at. Your actions and interviews chose that. Your your skill set chose that. I chose the lesson that I just went through because I felt like I wanted to be this, this, that, and third. I chose that. 
it gave me a higher level of understanding. But ultimately, I still chose that particular path when it probably could have been a lot easier, (laughs) just to be honest. And not only did I choose it, but I chose it for so long. You know what I mean? I want to say this, too. The reason why I'm standing before y'all today, you know, I did take a little refresher, but a friend of mine was like, um, where's your podcast? Um, I don't see no podcast equipment in this room. Where your, where's your, what's, what's going on? <laughs> so shout out to my friend for that one. Um, and then too, you got to choose people, places, situations, things, habits that choose you, that better you. Like there is nothing worse than being in a relationship, friendship, situationship, whatever the heck, with someone that does not want to see you be successful. Like, that is very, like, uh uh-uh, we're not doing that no more. Like, take close observation of the people around you. Like, if you got people speaking life into your dreams because they're like, okay, I know you're talented in this area, uh, tighten up. Those are the people that you need to be around. Period. The end point blank. Like, because again, it goes back to what we feel like we're worthy of because of our childhood. If you have people in your life that were always kind of downplaying your talents, like, oh, psh, you can't do that. Oh, psh, ah, da, da. then you kind of gravitate to those towards those people because it feels natural. It feels natural because of environment, but it doesn't make it an actual reality. It doesn't make it an actual healthy environment for you to be in. It just feels natural. So anytime you do anything for the first time or anytime you do something um, that's different, it's going to take repetition. Repetition is what forms a habit, whether good or bad. So it's all about what you're deciding to feed into your spirit, what you're deciding to feed into your mind, what you decide to feed into your body. What are you feeding yourself, baby? And get out the way. Stop blocking your own blessing by trying to keep somebody else from getting they shit that they put on their own life. Like, listen, I got people that call me. They'll be like, oh, let me, you know, let me borrow a few dollars. The way that God set my bank account up, I can't even go get money out of my bank account right now. Like, if I need money, I got to go to the bank. When the bank is open, get a little money, do what I need to do, and leave the rest of the money in the account. Like, that's really how good God is. I know that don't sound convenient. My debit card haven't been doing what it's supposed to be doing, blah, blah, blah. I know that doesn't sound convenient, but correction is not always convenient. Sometimes you have to be kind of inconvenienced to put you on a different trajectory where you can look at the things that you have and be more, more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Vigilant over them and be more like, um, thorough with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, boom. I know that when I have a debit card, I go swipe, 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 swipe crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's me. I know I spend a lot of money when I have a debit card, but I also know that how is that serving me? That's a big question to ask yourself. Like the things in your life right now that you're dealing with, it don't matter what it is, parental relationships, romantic relationships, jobs, whatever. I had somebody that I was talking to at one point in time that would always ask me that, how is that serving you? And I used to love when he asked me that. We're like, damn, boy, you're making me think. Don't do that. <laughs> do that, though. <laughs> but seriously, how is that serving you? Look at the things in your life and answer, how is, it ser- how is it serving me? Because we are the co-creators of our lives. We create our reality based on what our belief systems are. So once you get into the right belief system, you will understand and, und- ooh, and you will feel and know that you do not have to take on nobody else's bullshit. Because you got your shit together. 
Why would I take on your bullshit when I've grown past this shit? This some high school shit you going through. Nigga, I'm 40 years old. You see what I'm saying? Excuse me, the little Florida. The Florida came out at that point. Like, but seriously though, that's for men and women. That's for friends and non-friends. That's for jobs and entrepreneurial uh, ventures. Like, seriously. Take on what you're supposed to take on. Let people take on what they're supposed to take on. It's not your job to save people. Yes, you can be loving, you can be kind, you can be thoughtful, you can be considerate, you can be whatever. But at the end of the day, let people choose what they're going to do in their life and let them live with their choices. And you make your choices and you live with the consequences of your actions. Let people live with the consequences of theirs. That is so important. Like, that is, uh, this is an advanced lesson in self-love, but not really. It's simple but complex. It's a juicy contradiction, I mean. (laughs) But seriously, you have to just be in a space where start with your own self. Start with the choices that you're making for your own life. Start there. But move out of the way. Like, I mean that in more ways than one. Bitch, move out of the way of people problems and what they got going on. And, bitch, move forward. I ain't calling you a bitch, but I'm saying move, bitch. Get out of the way. Okay, I hope that that meant something, felt like something, did something to your spirit today. I know I talk about God and I cuss, but I do love the Lord. Amen. Um, <laughs> so um, thank you for living, loving, and refining with me. This is the Pretty in the Paint podcast. I am your host, Miss Lady Sade. I am taking a social media break right now, but I'll be back. I'm just getting my life together. Like I'm just, I'm always getting my life together, but not always getting my life together, but I'm always just doing what feels right for me. I live a very, this is what makes me happy at the moment kind of life. But I do my best to make smart decisions for my future. So if me not being on social media is helping me focus on myself a lot more, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. So, But I do have my personal page. I'm going to start back posting on the podcast page when I feel like it. This is just something that I'm doing for cathartic reasons and for, you know, people that just might need to hear what I have to say. Um, but that's it. Yeah. I thank you for tuning in, tapping in and turning on the Pretty in the Paint podcast. I love y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all so much. And I appreciate you most importantly for keeping it pretty in the paint. Period. Oh, yeah. And Pretty Women Love Purpose is available on Amazon.com. All right. Peace.